I'm Arlen Hamilton, and this is Your First Million. I'm a venture capitalist. I started my fund Backstage Capital from the ground up while I was on food stamps. I have now invested in more than 100 companies led by women, people of color, and LGBT founders. After having raised more than $10 million, people often ask me how I did it. I created this podcast so I could tell you my story and so that together we could go on a journey and speak with some of the most successful people in the world from all backgrounds and walks of life to learn how they got their first million. And who knows, maybe I'll reach my first million in personal capital while I'm recording this series. There's only one way to find out. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by me, Arlen, the host. And I'm going to use this time to promote my book, It's About Damn Time, which is now available in pre-order. It comes out May 5th, 2020. You can order it at itsaboutdamntime.com. That's I-T-S aboutdamntime.com. Thanks. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to your first million. It's Arlen. Thanks for being here. means a lot to me. I didn't interview anyone new this week, but I definitely wanted to have some content for you and I have some great content, I think. If I had a favorite thing this week or today, it would be this. So I, I speak a lot. I, I think I mentioned that a couple of episodes back that I, I speak at a lot of events and, and uh, around the world and have conquered stage fright. And, and very recently, um, someone wrote to me on Instagram, and I think I posted it, where they said that they got their first paying gig after listening to the podcast about stage fright and conquering it and asking for what your worth is and all of that. So that's really cool. Check that out on Instagram. It was a few posts back if you missed it. So as I mentioned, I speak a lot now and I enjoy it. But I think I find so much enjoyment from listening to other people talk, (laughs) uh, which is why I interview people so much. And I just watched a 12-minute video of my colleague, Chacho Valadez. So Chacho is my apprentice. He is an associate at Backstage Capital. He's on the road with me most days, most times when I'm, when I'm on the road. And he is in a leadership role at my internal team at Backstage. We have an Arlen Was Here team that helps me with everything. And he's uh, in a leadership role there. And so I'm already way, way proud of him. I think of him as a younger brother in most uh, ways. And it's been wonderful getting to know him over the past few years. And he did this talk, this presentation in Detroit. It was the first half of 2019, but I remember it being really exciting because um, it was his first time doing that. And I, I put it in my calendar, but I was not able to make it in person. So I was hoping it was streamed. I remember all of that. And then lo and behold, today he sends me a text and he says, hey, that video is up online. They put it up just over the weekend. So I watched it immediately and was so proud watching it. And I thought he did an amazing job, especially for the first time out. And I thought, well, not only is this cool, like a cool example of someone facing a fear and a challenge and going through it, but he also just did a really great job of laying out what backstage is. 
And his presentation, of course, because it was the first half of 2019, only goes, tells the story up until 2019, and lots has happened since. But it's really, really cool. For those of you who reach out to me on a daily basis and ask, what, what's the origin story? How did we get started? What's going on with Backstage? Now, a lot of the origin, definitely the earlier part, will be in my book and has been online. I've shared a lot of my life there, so... So continue to research that, go back to several episodes of this podcast. But this is a cool synopsis from a different point of view, from Chacho's point of view, from the person who was not at Backstage originally and got a gig here and now has had such a huge impact on the company. And it talks to you a little bit about how I think about hiring and decision-making and the instincts uh, that I feel that I have there. So for anyone, to summarize, for anyone who enjoys uh, backstage, the company that I run, the fun that I run, just in general, you're going to like this. You're going to like, because you probably know Chacho, you're going to love his delivery style. If you just want to know a little bit more about me, the host of Your First Million, Arlen, (laughs) this will tell you a little bit more about me. If you want to learn about what we look for in a founder or um, what I look for in an employee, things like that, I think this is going to be really helpful. And lastly, and not, not in any order, but lastly, there are people who say for your first million, can you put someone on the show who has not made a million yet, but is on their way? Like they're, they're like me and they're on their way to doing that. And like me being the audience, some members of the audience and they haven't gotten there. They haven't even gotten to their, you know, halfway there, but they're on their way because of the work that they're putting into it, the thought, the strategy. That's Chacho. I I watched this video and I was like, Chacho's gonna go really far in life. I know that internally, I know that from what he does behind the scenes, and I know that from this video. This proves it too. So we took the audio from the video so that you could listen to it now. He does show some slides and some photographs that if you want to see those, all you have to do is go to YouTube and search Chacho, C-H-A-C-H-O, Valadez, uh, at a, a conference called Intermittent, Intermittent. And it was just put up over over the weekend in January of 2020. All right, I'm going to let you go now because I've already spoken for more than half of Chacho's entire keynote. So uh, I really appreciate you and I, I can't wait to talk to you all again. Bye. Um, you have to pardon my nervousness. This is my first like talk in this sort of setting. So uh, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, um, just quick, how many uh, of you are investors, just so I can see? Okay, cool. And then how many of y'all are founders? Awesome. And then how many of you are like ecosystem folks? Sweet. Yeah. I believe that's great. Um, so yeah, my name's uh, Chacho with uh, Backstage Capital, and we are a seed stage um, investment fund which uh, invests exclusively in underrepresented, or as we like to call them, underestimated founders. So these are folks that are women, people of color, and LGBT founders. 
So um, back in 2015, our founder and managing director, Arlen Hamilton, uh, started the fund. And if you haven't heard of her, she actually has a really cool story. Um, she used to sleep at the San Francisco airport um, and was homeless for some time while raising this fund and would go into the valley to try to raise it. But as she was raising the fund, um, she would hear a lot of things like, well, there's a pipeline issue. Um, there aren't enough women starting venture scale companies. Um, there aren't enough people of color starting venture scale companies. And she set out to disprove that with setting a goal of investing in 100 companies by 2020. And we actually beat that goal by a year and a half and invested in our 100th company um, last year in 2018, all led by underrepresented founders. Here we are at South by Southwest last year. Um, this is about half our portfolio. Anyone in purple is um, part of our team. So how did I get involved? Um, going back in time a little bit, back to late 2016, I had spent several years trying to get a job in Metro Detroit. I was living with my parents in Wisconsin and dating my then girlfriend, now wife, um, long distance. And um, I decided to just try to like get any sort of job in the Metro Detroit area, but one that I could still build like my skill set and like communication and sales ability. So I applied to um, Verizon, AT&T, and Sprint. AT&T and Verizon were like, no, thank you. Sprint's like, you speak Spanish? Yeah, let's do this. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I moved to moved to. Uh, Metro Detroit um, at Auburn Hills um, and started working at Sprint. And I knew I wanted to get into investing. I was in school full time at Baker College Online, nothing fancy, um, and just trying to like make my way. And I, my plan was to get the sales experience, finish my bachelor's degree, get a job selling like medical devices so I can become a credited investor, and then start angel investing. And I was talking to my friend about this plan and he was like, you know, that's gonna take like eight to 10 years. And I'm like, yeah, but that's what I wanna do. I wanna invest. And he's like, why don't you just go for it? Go try to get a job in venture capital. And at the time, I was really intimidated by venture capital because every podcast I listened to or blog post, I read the associates or partners would talk about how they went to Harvard or they went to Stanford or Columbia or they started studying like college mathematics in like sixth grade. I'm like, uh, I'm just like this like son of an immigrant that grew up in rural Wisconsin. Um, and so I felt really intimidated, but I just decided to go for it. And I had already been interacting with folks on Twitter because um, I knew that VCs and people in tech spend a lot of time on Twitter. And you could hit up just anyone on Twitter or you could hit up Chris Saka or Sarah Tavel or Brad Feld and they just might see your tweet and they might respond or like it or something. Um, and that's how I ran across Arlen Hamilton. So I um, found her and I sent her a DM. I'm like, hey Arlen, I'm an aspiring VC. I'm just eager to learn, like, what books do you recommend for me? She's like, I recommend Venture Deals by Brad Feld. And so I bought the book, and at the same time, I was listening to Backstage's newly, newly launched podcast, and they're like, uh, if you write us a review, we will send you a free t-shirt. Like, sweet, I'll get a free t-shirt that says Backstage. So I took a picture of myself, or my wife did, of me in the book and the t-shirt, and um, tweeted it out to Arlen and uh, she ended up tagging Brad Feld and it was a really cool thing, he responded and whatnot. And um, from there, um, I 
few months later said that I wanted to start a blog or podcast and Arlen sent me a DM and said, hey, let's talk, which I soon learned that it was actually an interview. And she said, um, <laughs> she said, um, you know, I'm looking for an executive assistant. Do you want to work for me part time? And I was like, well, I'm in school full time. I am also working full time and I'm newly married. So yeah, for sure, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> um, so I started working with them on some projects on the side. Uh, being an EA for someone while having all these other responsibilities didn't work out as well, so my role quickly transitioned to helping them build out um, the start of their platform that helps support a portfolio. Um, and then it was uh, end of June, or July, excuse me, and I was really, really tired of Sprint. If you, work, if you have worked in retail, it can be really hard, especially with angry customers, and you can't really solve problems for them. So as much as you would like, at least. And I texted my wife and I said, I want to quit my job. And she's like, just do it. Um, and at the same time, my wife was also quitting her job because of some health problems. So we're both here, decided to quit our jobs and with like little to no savings, but I just knew that I could at least dedicate about a month to backstage, and if that didn't work out, I could always go get another sales job. So I texted Arlen the next day after I put in my two weeks, and I said, hey, I quit Sprint, um, I'm done in two weeks, I wanna dedicate my full time to backstage. And she replied and said, wow, that's really serendipitous because we wanted to bring you on full time, but since it's so risky, we didn't want to tell you to leave a job with health benefits and whatnot. And I was off to the races from there. So this is me at um, our two year anniversary, August 2017, uh, at, um, at Airbnb headquarters. Um, so here, and this is our team, some folks that have um, come and gone as well. But what we at Backstage are trying to do is really disrupt venture capital. Obviously, we, we, with our investment thesis, uh, be all, well, we also have other strategies to do this. We have, whenever we're actively investing, we have an open application process. So you don't have to know anyone at Backstage to apply for funding. Because um, that really eliminates a lot of people when venture capitalists are like, well, Get, get to me with a warm introduction. And some VCs go as far as to say, if you can't get a warm introduction, you're not a good founder, which we think is a load of BS. Um, so we also, um, while typical VCs might see founders who are either married or um, women who have children or are pregnant as red flags, we see those as, as strengths. Um, and then we're also really approachable, as you know, we're, uh, where a lot of us are active on Twitter, and uh, we also know that we can't invest in everyone. We only invest in about 1% of the companies we see. So one of our values is success for all. And so we um, spend some resources to try to um, activate the 99% of folks that we can invest in. So things we do are like our podcast, um, educational blog posts, and even have office hours. So. This is what happens when you do things that are disruptive. The, this little like pink is the industry average when it comes to people of color in these demographics, and the light purple is backstage's demographic for the first 100 companies that we invested in. Thanks. Nice. 
But our diversity goes just beyond the founder demographic. We have, we invest, we're industry agnostic, so we invest anywhere from AI to gaming to SaaS companies. Um, but we also invest all across the country. We don't just invest in the Valley in New York and Boston or Austin. Um, we have companies that span the country and even here in the Midwest, which I love because the Midwest is near and dear to my heart. So we have companies in Detroit, Chicago, um, Minneapolis, and in Indiana. One of which is actually Curlmix, which is recently on Shark Tank. Um, so, and we really believe in like the activating the ecosystems outside of the valley and the more the areas that most investors spend their time. So. Going back to 2018, we're at South by Southwest. We knew we were gonna hit this goal of investing in 100 companies early, so we're like, what do we do next? And we had this pull from the market to potentially start an accelerator, but up until that point, we didn't feel like we could do it and excel and do things like with excellence, because that's what we like to do. We like to be one of the best at anything we do. And so we decided to launch this accelerator, um, and we picked three cities, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and London. The fourth city was actually up to a crowd vote. And cool story, Detroit actually won the popular vote. Thanks to anyone in here that might have voted for Detroit. <laughs> but it was already among the list of amazing cities we were thinking about going to. And one, a few of the reasons is because of the diverse population in Detroit, but also a rich history of innovation in both, both in terms of manufacturing, but also it's the birthplace of Motown. And the city is really invested in economic growth through its startups and technologies. And one example of that is the mayor of Detroit was at our backstage launch event. So they're really supporting the ecosystem, the startup ecosystem. And here's the Detroit cohort. We have companies, um, or first I'll start with the team. They're led by Monica Wheat, which a lot of you know. She's a total badass. And also helping her is Tops and Amanda and Olivia. Um, Olivia's formerly a duo. I don't know if Tops was as well, but um, we recruited companies to our application process. As I mentioned, it's an open application process. We had over 1,800 applications for 24 spots. And so um, we narrowed those down to 24 companies, and the Detroit companies range from a consumer companies selling children's toys to a lifestyle brand selling eco-friendly toilet paper to a SaaS company helping people eat healthier. So, what can you do to get involved? We would love to talk to you if you have, uh, if you're interested in partnering with Backstage, we're always looking for partners. Um, also, if you're an investor, we would love to chat about potential, potentially co-investing. We have an investor day on June 18th, and if you want an invite, you can feel free to email me, uh, chacho at backstagecapital.com, um, or you could reach out on Twitter. And um, if you're a founder, I would love to talk to you as well, give you some feedback. But thanks for uh, taking the time and for bearing with me through my first presentation. Uh, I appreciate you letting me talk about our story, my story, and how we're disrupting venture capital. Hey, it's Arlen. Thanks for listening to this episode. So I would love to keep up with you online. You can find me at Arlen Was Here on Instagram and on Twitter. That's A-R-L-A-N was here. I cannot wait to continue this conversation with you. You can also pre-order my first book. It's called It's About Damn Time. You can pre-order it at your local indie bookstore. Please do that. Feel free. And online where books are sold, where, where, where great books are sold. 
If you want to go to a specific link, you can go to prh.com slash it's about damn time all together. No, no spaces, no slashes, nothing. So prh.com slash it's about damn time. And it'll give you a list of places you can pre-order the book and pre-ordering is huge. The more pre-orders the bookstores see, the more copies they will order and potentially more copies that will get sold and exposed and seen. If you're thinking about getting the book, but you're going to wait until after it comes out, I encourage you to pre-order it. May 5th, 2020 is the actual date. So you have plenty of time to grab it, but try to do it between now and then. If you are interested in advertising on your first million, go to yfmpodcast.com and click on contact. You can have yours truly read your ad, which is, I know, lovely, uh, or you can send me your own ad. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.